0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, August 7th, 2020, and this is day 893 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you. Thank you so very much for waking us up today to see a brand new day that you created just for us—a brand new gift just for us to unwrap and to go forth and share it with the world. Jesus Christ, uh, <laughs> thank you so much, Lord, for giving us uh, new awakenings, new uh, ideas, and and new creations uh, uh, and new uh, ways to do things, Lord Jesus, to be more creative, I should say, (laughs) and doing the things that you've given us to do and to share the love of Christ with others. I thank you, my Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and uh, healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is Good Trouble. (laughs) Coming directly, the quote from uh, the wonderful activist and congressman John Lewis. Good Trouble. Man, oh man, I love that saying. I love it. And it reminds me so much uh, about what we do Uh, as we're out here sharing the love of Jesus, as John Lewis also was in ministry and how he at first was going to be a pastor. And uh, then God had other plans (laughs) and he was in ministry and doing the the work he did as an activist. Man, we too (laughs) must do the same. We are ambassadors. We are activists for Christ. We're going to be coming out of Acts chapter 4 verses 1 through 22. Acts chapter 4 verses 1 through 22. And this is this is uh, kind of carrying on after uh, Peter and uh, John uh, healed uh, the lame man uh, that was a beggar. He was but at the temple courts to beg he had been paralyzed all of his life and uh so in order to live uh people would leave him there at, at the gate temple and he would uh beg people for money and on that day oh glory to god he ran into peter and john <laughs> who said we don't have money to give you but but we have something even greater and uh He was healed. They healed him through the power of the Holy Spirit. And the man leaped up to his feet and uh, began to walk and and jump and shout and praise the Lord. And the people were amazed at what had happened. And so now let's see what's going on in Acts chapter 4. Starting in verse 1, it says, The priest and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees, came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were teaching the people, proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed, so the number of men who believed grew to about 5,000. So even though they got put in jail, even though they suffered for sharing the, the love of Christ, look at the reward. Isn't that awesome? Verse 5. The next day, the rulers, the elders, and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Anna, Annas and the high, the high priest, I'm sorry, Annas the high priest was there. And so were uh, Caiaphas, Uh, John, Alexander, and others of the high priest family. They had Peter and John brought before them and again to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? The healing of the man, okay. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness, shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed, Jesus. is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone, you know, which is uh, the main stone that holds everything together. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, (laughs) they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then conferred together. What are we going to do with these men? They asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows they have performed a notable sign, and we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading (laughs) any further among the people, we must warn them to speak no longer to anyone in this name. Then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Which is right in God's eyes, to listen to you or to him? (laughs) You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. After further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them because all the people were praising God for what had happened. For the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old. Look at the boldness of these men of God. They, first of all, Peter, let them know you were the ones <laughs> that did this and uh, was not afraid of what they would do to them. I mean, they could have locked them up for forever. They could have stoned them, all, any of those things. But they were willing to risk it all by getting into good trouble, doing the word of God, sharing the love of Jesus with others. Point number one, what do you risk? By sharing the love of Jesus Christ with others. Do you risk rejection? False accusations? Imprisonment? It's absolutely worth it. Whether 5,000 come to know Jesus. Or even just one. Every life is valuable to the Lord. And when we truly love the Lord. We will risk it all. For the sake of leading others to Christ. Just as Peter and John did what a great example they show us point number two we must be bold and courageous and speak the truth of god no matter who we're talking to the holy spirit will give you the words to say proverbs 3 uh chapter 3 verses 5 through 6 says trust in the lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. That's what we must do each and every day. Trusting in Jesus, trusting in the Lord to direct our path and not question it. Just as Peter and John exemplify, not to let anybody make you feel like you must shut down. Shut up! <laughs> Sharing Jesus. Now you know while you're at work, you're on their time. You're there to do the your job. That I, I get that. I understand that we're not there, uh, and and the Lord knows that and understands that. But God may bring someone, uh, you know, to us even at work, and uh, you know you pull them to the side and have a conversation with them. You're you're uh, and not on uh, work time on your own time. <laughs> and uh you' you're being obedient unto the Lord, so you know by by giving our uh, good doing a good job while we're at work uh, abiding by the law of the land uh, but we have all these other hours and here's the other thing wherever we are and whoever we work for, we still exemplify Jesus Christ by our actions and our fruit will speak volumes you know and uh how our kindness are, are we functioning in the fruit of the spirit showing love joy peace uh you know patience and with others and and being kind to others and and uh being faithful to um our assignments that we're given at work you know all these things uh represent Jesus and then are we using self-control uh huh <laughs> knowing when to speak and not to speak and, and uh, uh how to keep ourselves uh you know, under and not allowing our flesh uh, to take control, you know, because things are going to happen. Work or anywhere else is going to tick us off sometimes. And that's self-control. You know, we must use that and know when to speak and when to be quiet. Uh, a soft answer turns away wrath. Uh, and we hold the power of life and death in our tongue. So we need to know when to speak and when not to speak. Now as we're in this world we are representatives of Jesus Christ we're ambassadors of the kingdom of God so the things of this world are no no longer have a stronghold on us because we know our destination is heaven and we know that while we're here on this earth we're going to get into good trouble sharing the love of Jesus with others and it's worth every penny every bit every bit of suffering, every bit of rejection, every bit of persecution, it is worth it all. If it means another soul comes to know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, hey, we've done what we're here to do. We're here of uh, fulfilling the purpose that God has given us. I remember when my dad, my stepdad, who was so much like a, you know, I just called him dad. He was like our father. And, uh, you know, he got sick. And uh, he and my mom were pastors. Uh, he was a pastor at the church. And and uh, my mom righted his side all the time. And uh, he ended up uh, being diagnosed with cancer. Uh, and while in the hospital, suffering and, uh, you know, near death. Uh, And my mom was there faithfully. Here's what was going on in his hospital room. The nurses and doctors and, and different ones in the hospital would go into the room to take care of him. And then they would say, would you pray for me, pastor? And he would say, surely. And before you knew it, my mom and him had led these people to Christ. And they would come in and check his temperature. And then they'd start talking to him about what they're dealing with. You know, Pastor, this is going on, that, and that's going on. What what would you say I should do? And and then they would share the word of God with them. I mean, all this, you know, he's laying there in the hospital. <laughs> you know, near death. I mean, and, and actually death from this life. and And then life eternity with the Lord. And how so many in that hospital came to know Jesus because of their faithfulness and my mother when she would come up to visit before she would even get to his room she has this big smile and just you just are drawn to her you know and she always wears this beautiful a beautiful flower in her afro and uh people that starts up a conversation and the next thing you know she's sharing Jesus with them <laughs> and when she would walk into the hospital and on that floor they would all just smile they said oh when you come in you just you just light up the room and you just make us feel so happy and i mean and they were just constantly in the room dad didn't get much sleep <laughs> But he knew that he was there for a purpose. And even when they had to go to Oklahoma for special treatment for him, they would take the mega bus uh, and and ride down there. And as they were on that bus, they were sharing Jesus with others. My mother was telling me about many stops they made. She would always, my mother always has a handkerchief, really cute little lacy handkerchiefs, and she carries several with her. And so uh, they were on the bus, and she encountered someone. I didn't know if they were crying or sad, and my mother gave them a, a handkerchief and told them about Jesus. And they said, oh, I'm sorry to mess up your handkerchief. She said, no, it's no problem. It's yours to have and they said really no one's ever done that for me and my mother said absolutely that's yours to have you know those handkerchiefs had uh she's given out <laughs> to many and uh it is like this leaving a legacy uh, of the word of god and uh something to remember uh them by but not so much them but the power of god they experienced that day when they encountered Those two little people on that mega bus as he, as dad was going for his treatment at a hospital there in Oklahoma. Uh, We too should be doing the same. And I know you are, but now it's time to step it up. We don't have much more time. We don't need to be afraid or weary. We just need to be about our father's business. The days are growing shorter. And uh, these are the last days. And there are many that don't know Jesus yet. And God is going to bring people to you. And as he does, say what God gives you to say. And he who wins souls is wise. So God is going to give you the words and the timing, all of that. And it's just going to flow. So be ready to get into good trouble, even if it costs you something. It's going to cost you something. (laughs) But it's well worth it. Now, if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E. Be Like Boy. U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. And share the messages with others. As you're there, you'll see many messages there that God has given me. Please uh, share them with others. Also, check out. Um, Our podcast on any of the other, uh, our messages on any of the other podcast outlets. Please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn more about God's agape love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye bye.